4: A grand jury in Brooklyn, New York, recently decided not to bring any charges against Jordan Williams, who ended up in an encounter with a homeless person on a subway that led to that person's death. Now, obviously, this case gained national prominence because it was so close and seen as so closely related to Daniel Penny. And we have to talk about it because now, all of a sudden, a case that was originally sold as how black men get treated poorly compared to white men like Daniel Penny has completely inverted on itself in a way that's even larger than the last time we covered this case but before we get into that before we get into the details i want to thank everybody who signed up over on my website actualjusticewarrior.com slash join get early access to videos on the secret video page
0: give me the money give you give me the money okay and thank
4: you to everybody listening on apple spotify and google's podcasting platform
0: all
5: right a brooklyn grand jury has voted to dismiss all charges this is against jordan williams the 20 year old was charged with manslaughter for fatally stabbing a 36 year old man who witnesses say was verbally and physically assaulting passengers on the j train in brooklyn
4: so let's recap the facts of this case jordan williams is on a train he's riding with his girlfriend 36 year old convicted felon enters the train he starts making threats to passengers on the train flirting aggressively with jordan williams's girlfriend she rebuffs him and at some point during the course of these events this man decides to physically assault the girlfriend punch her in the face according to reports now in my previous videos on the topic i was worried that i may have been telling you guys that the 36 year old man in this incident was actually homeless but it turns out according to wabc7 this is in fact the case so we have a scuffle we have a fight jordan williams is involved Involved in the fight and at some point in time he decides to pull out a knife he stabs this person he ends up dying as a result of this and this is where the allegations of racism really start from the attorney because Jordan Williams was arrested on the spot and this was compared and contrasted to the Daniel Penny case which took weeks after the restraining and all of that and this is assumed to be a difference that is down to racism however we talked about on this channel in the previous video the key distinctions between the two cases.
5: Yeah, hi there, Stephen and Natasha. Well, first of all, when this incident happened on the subway, uh, on the J train on Tuesday, people, some people immediately started making parallels between this incident and the one involving Daniel Penny, including the lawyer for Jordan Williams in this case. Now, he had said to reporters earlier today before court that his client was being treated differently and he was making claims of racism because his client was arrested immediately after the incident on Tuesday, while Daniel Penny was arrested two weeks after the chokehold death of Jordan Neely.
4: Now, look, a lot of people criticize this attorney for going woke for playing the race card and all that but i've said it before and i'll say it again i'm never going to condemn a defense attorney for advocating for his client even though this kind of advocacy leaves a bad taste in people's mouth and it's overall when done in the press harmful for society because it gives people a misrepresentation of the two cases that we're talking about the key difference between the jordan williams case and the daniel penny case is the fact that jordan williams took out a Knife, An unambiguous deadly weapon, and the person that he stabbed was pronounced dead on the train. Contrast that to the Daniel Penny case, where I believe Jordan Neely, the person who was making threats on the subway, was restrained with physical force that ultimately led to his death. Big difference, big distinction right there.
5: Now, his family again here supporting him today. And his lawyer once again had claimed to reporters that before court that there was a double standard here, that his client was being treated unfairly. But now he has changed his mind. Here's what he had to say and what William's mom had to say.
6: Well, I can walk that back. Um, Look, I think that. I think him being charged right away and held was obviously different than how Mr. Penny was released and had a few weeks and then had to voluntarily surrender himself.
5: But do you think that was racist? That was
6: that was a big difference, but then we saw the difference today where they asked for the same amount that Daniel Penny's bail was,
4: and this judge released my client. So I can't applaud the court system enough. Number two, when you make these bold claims about evil white racism being around every corner, you end up leaving yourself vulnerable to looking like a complete and utter buffoon because what ultimately ended up happening when Jordan Williams went to court was completely different from what happened to Daniel Penny. Daniel Penny had a whole movement behind him. You had Eric Adams say that Jordan Neely was a black man like him and Jordan was the name that he
7: gave his son. My fellow New Yorkers, this has been a week of strong emotions in our city. One of our own is dead. a black man, black like me, A man named Jordan, the name I gave my son.
4: Then you had District Attorney Alvin Bragg pressing charges against him due to the fact that he had all this political pressure, and let's be 100% honest, due to the fact that Daniel Penny was a white man. As I talked about in that previous video, Daniel Penny restrained Jordan Neely with two other individuals. One was a black person, one looked like maybe an Italian or maybe a Hispanic. Those two individuals did not face charges. Think about it logically, if they're making the case that Jordan Neely was killed via of this chokehold from Daniel Penny and these people aided in that chokehold. They limited Neely's ability to fight back against Penny. They are culpable for that homicide. However, DA Alvin Bragg essentially did what the mainstream media did, which was zoom in, punch in on the faces of the white person and the black person and ignore everything around it so that they could just charge Daniel Penny. Very interesting how that selective prosecution ended up happening and when you know it's Alvin Bragg, when you know he's a racist prosecutor who doesn't like white people you can understand why this was done so the charges in the daniel penny case are already incredibly suspicious and by contrast in the jordan williams case we ended up seeing completely different treatment from the judicial system now i will point out that in manhattan we have district attorney alvin bragg every single borough has their own district attorney so this case with williams was actually in brooklyn so we have a different district attorney in that regard, different judges and a different court system. So that district attorney actually pushed for the same exact charge and the same exact bail, which was $100,000. But the judge in that specific case actually released Jordan Williams without any bail, which is a big contrast to what happened to Daniel Penny and ultimately led to the attorney all of a sudden wanting to drop all comparisons between the cases.
5: Now his family again here supporting him today and his lawyer once again had claimed to reporters that before court that there was a double standard here, that his client was being treated unfairly. But now he has changed his mind. Here's what he had to say and what William's mom had to say.
4: Well, i can walk that back um now look i laughed about this because the lawyer has egg on his face and i laughed at the family who also made these comparisons claiming that there was special treatment for daniel penny who was a white person because he was white because i knew following the current criminal justice system that obviously it was more likely for jordan williams to receive special treatment and to be clear jordan williams actually got fired from his job at fedex over this instance so he was harmed aside from the criminal charges that were put against him that were, in fact, actually the same charges that Daniel Penny was facing. However, everything changed when they went to a grand jury, when they actually presented the evidence. And for those of you who are unaware, in a grand jury indictment hearing, you can actually present evidence that is not admissible in a court of law. There's an old saying that a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich if it wants to, because again, you can put forward whatever evidence you want, and you could bring witnesses that would not be able to testify in a regular court of law and present all kinds of different evidence however when they go to this grand jury hearing the evidence presented was done so in such a way that returned no indictment for jordan williams
0: yesterday was a big day for you yeah you had jordan testify before the grand jury yes and in the same day you got an answer from the grand jury yes so walk us through that
6: i mean he was the last piece of the puzzle which is kind of the natural progression of things not always um i know that they had heard all the evidence and and heard all the witnesses prior to jordan going in and he was really the last piece and i've been confident with him from day one so it was really a no-brainer and now obviously the grand jury found him to be just as believable as everybody else had been
4: and i'm happy for the young man it seems like an obvious self-defense case apparently there's actually a 30 second video that shows the altercation that jordan williams and it looks like a case of self-defense that is not going to be convictable at a court of law but to be clear you can be very selective if you're the prosecutor because there is no opposition in a grand jury hearing in what you present so what we actually saw in the williams case was that the prosecutor presented a weak set of evidence in order to get a non-indictment for jordan williams or effectively did that whether or not that was his intent all of the witnesses who testified in the grand jury hearing testified on behalf of jordan williams they said that this guy was out of control he was attacking people he was threatening people all the same things that we heard in the daniel penny case yet it was presented in such a positive way that williams is not facing any charges
6: look there's a video there's there's pictures there's text messages and above all else there's five or six witnesses and then my clients who all told the same story and when you get that there's no longer facts in dispute when there's facts in dispute cases go to trial and closer calls, but when people called into my office and they told me the same exact thing, I started to feel more confident and I think the grand jury saw that and they said everyone's telling the same exact story about what took place on the train. Now look,
4: I'm unambiguously for self-defense regardless of the races of people involved. Jordan Williams sounded like he acted in self-defense so I am happy that he is not going to face a lengthy criminal trial based on him defending himself and defending his girlfriend from this attacker. I also don't believe to a certain extent in this whole equivalent for Force idea. If somebody is threatening
2: Order now.
1: fighterflare.com.
4: Flare.com. to kill you and they're physically assaulting you at the time that they're threatening to kill you i don't think they're entitled to a fair fight i don't think you have to engage them in some kind of karate battle and see what happens and wait for them to pull out whatever deadly weapon they might pull out before you escalate in order to stop the threat this 36 year old homeless person attacked Jordan Williams' girlfriend he attacked Jordan Williams he was threatening innocent people on the train he was threatening them with death and then he started to act in a physically aggressive way assaulting people so Jordan Williams fought back and in response to a perceived deadly threat he escalated to deadly force so I think in that regard his self defense argument is actually better than Daniel Penny's because we have a situation where the threats were not just verbal there was actually physical Action accompanying it. However, Daniel Penny unambiguously used physical force with the intent to restrain the person, and Jordan Williams unambiguously pulled out a deadly force weapon, thus making the actions by Williams significantly worse in the eyes of the court and thus more prosecutable. And yet he isn't facing any charges after a grand jury hearing and yet it looks like the prosecutor in brooklyn didn't go anywhere near as hard as the prosecutor in manhattan da alvin bragg
7: well honestly given the circumstances i've actually been doing quite all right because i've had a lot of support from my family and my friends around me i have a very good attorney so um i've actually been getting, getting better day to day and um despite the fact that i lost my job i'm actually still optimistic about work um i have uh some youth employment program to go register for after I'm done with this today. So I'm still looking up and I'm not really trying to focus on the bad right now.
4: Now, look, I've seen Jordan Williams' interviews, and I actually will link a full interview in the description of this so you can watch and get an assessment of this man, get a cut of his jib. And as a 20-year-old, he sounds like a real mature guy. First and foremost, he's working at FedEx. Those are very difficult jobs, very labor intensive. A lot of times those guys get up early in the morning he's a warehouse worker to make that clear in order to make it there so that people in the city of new york can have their packages during the course of the day
0: what was going through your mind when uh this man was near you and your girlfriend honestly i was afraid
7: because i didn't know what was going to happen because he was closer to her than to me so i was honestly just trying to get me and her out of there safely i didn't know what to do it was all quick and I regret it every day. I wish you didn't have to go like that, honestly. Like, all I wanted to do was just get me and my girlfriend off the train safely. It wasn't, I wasn't looking to hurt anyone. It was nothing malicious on my part. And when I found out, I literally couldn't believe that he had actually passed away.
4: And when he talked about taking another person's life, he took no joy in it. It was not something to be celebrated. You can see the remorse for the loss of life, even though this was clearly a self-defense situation from his point of view. I don't want to condemn anything about this 20-year-old in this specific situation, nor do I want to condemn him for carrying a knife, although I will point out that the New York Grand Jury, the Brooklyn Grand Jury, didn't even charge him with possession of a weapon, and the knife as described, although I haven't seen a picture of it, might actually meet the what is the threshold for being an illegal knife in the city of New York. So I'm happy that he avoided that. Trust me, I'm not against him. But I want Daniel Penny to receive the same treatment. I want the courts to look as kindly on Penny as they did on Jordan Williams. Daniel Penny ended up getting, let us not forget... $100,000 bond. He ended up getting charged by Alvin Bragg prior to a grand jury hearing where obviously Bragg specifically presented evidence that would have gone against him and nothing that cut in favor of him. This was just not the case in the Jordan Williams case. You could have done this in a way. Again, a grand jury hearing, need I emphasize, is very much different from a regular court proceeding to secure an indictment. Yet that wasn't done. Jordan Williams was cut a break that Daniel Daniel Penny just was not. The mayor's going after Daniel Penny. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is going after Daniel Penny. All these different people are targeting this person. And when it comes to the Jordan Williams case and the homeless person that died in that case, who by the way also has a lengthy criminal history, mum is the word. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to mention it because it goes against the narrative. But I will remember this. I will remember, especially if Daniel Penny ultimately ends up being convicted, what Alvin Bragg did what Mayor Eric Adams did, what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did, what other members of Congress did in this case to put their thumb on the scale and further destroy trust in our judicial system. Again, it is outrageous that the other two individuals are not charged along with Penny. If you're going to have a system where you're going to overcharge for self-defense, then you need to at least be consistent in that regard. But Alvin Bragg acts in a totally political way. And my preference, by the way, to be clear, is for none of of them to be charged they were acting appropriately to a guy who is threatening people getting up in people's face and they tried to restrain him in a physical way that ultimately incidentally not on purpose led to jordan williams's death don't threaten to kill people on a subway underground if you don't want some kind of response against that and all the videos of jordan neely doing the michael jackson dance don't make him any more innocent this guy was a violent guy he's attacked people before attacked people on the subway broke the nose of a 67 year old woman had an open warrant for his arrest definitely a problem and what ended up happening to him was largely the result of himself and i can't stand the fact that his family who wasn't helping him they weren't housing him they weren't around apparently all of a sudden is trotting out and talking about how they're cousin, brother, nephew, whatever, is some kind of an innocent angel, even though when he was alive, they had no interest in his life.
0: Vasquez says he was scared and believes others on the train were too. That's when he says a 24-year-old rider came up behind the man and put him in a chokehold, holding him there on the ground. Two other men standing over them also helped subdue the man.
4: If there was fear, the people who were bluish or who were there, where he separated everything,
3: move from their place. I stayed sitting in my place, because it was a little further away.
4: But obviously, those moments, well, one thinks fear, one thinks he may be armed. So yeah, let's be clear. The similarities between Daniel Penny and Jordan Williams are pretty superficial in certain regards. In one way, Jordan Williams had a better case to act in self defense. However, in another way, Daniel Penny acted with significant more restraint and thus should be facing lower charges or no charges as compared to Jordan Williams. And since Jordan Williams is facing zero charges, it only makes sense for Daniel Penny to be facing the same. And you have have the lawyer the attorney talking about how his marine corps training needs to be used against him and all of that nonsense we ended up hearing that this alleged 15 minute chokehold was nothing of the sort that this whole incident where people were coming in the police and all that total might have taken 15 minutes, but he was only holding him for a short period of time with the assistance of other passengers. Look, we can't have a system like this. We can't have two different justice systems. We can't charge somebody, pursue them to the fullest extent of the law just because one becomes a political question while the other one is treated in a much more fair way. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. And as for both of these incidents, one of the things that I need to emphasize that needs to be done in order to prevent them is the fact that we need to prosecute fare evasion. These are two different homeless people. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but disproportionately, homeless people probably not paying for the fare. If you have people... At the station and they arrest fare evaders like they started doing in the 1980s, unsurprisingly, you would see a drop in subway crime. Remember, in the 1980s, we actually saw a 30% reduction in robbery and assaults when William Bratton became the head of the MTA police. And when he instituted these policies at the NYPD level, guess what? we ended up seeing those reductions in crime across New York City. And the reason for that is that the people who don't care about our rules, who don't care about our laws, who are gonna rob people, assault people, typically also don't care about paying the proper fare for the subway, so you can actually catch them before they act in a more dangerous way by cutting them off at those choke points. On top of that, under Bratton, one of the things that we found out is that when you brought the processing to the subway station, one out of seven people at the time that were arrested for evading fare actually had felony warrants so there's a way to capture a lot more questionable people if we just prosecute fare evasion in the way that we should jordan williams had a felony warrant he would be alive today if they stopped him if he happened to not be paying the fare i don't know that 100 but remember he said he had no money and no food so it would be weird for him to have no money for food yet have money for the train just think about that he would be arrested and in jail on his felony warrant And not dead if we actually had appropriate law enforcement. It's not just safer for all the regular citizens of New York, but it's also safer for these people who end up getting killed because they end up creating problems at the subway for us to remove them from the street. So again, Mr. Williams, I'm happy that you are out. I am happy that you are not facing these charges. I hope that you can put your life back together, that you can be employed in the future. But I want the same treatment for the Marine who served our country who is being railroaded by D.A. Alvin Bragg, who obviously did not cut any similar of a break. I will be rooting for Daniel Penny in his jury trial, but I want to know your guys' thoughts about both of these cases. Do you think these are both self-defense cases? Do you think there's a disparity in treatment? Do you think that disparity happens to be because of the race of the suspects in both of these cases? Or do you think it's down to the finer details of the case? Both are viable options. Let me know what you think down in the comments below now if you like this video you can show them by leaving a like you can subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me breaking down the jordan williams case till next time
2: Order now.